Trigger warning, this podcast contains details from emotional abuse survivors. Welcome back to Emotional Abuse is Real. I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Serene Leeds, and today I'm excited to share an interview I did with an emotional abuse survivor named Jessica. She's a mom of two girls, and what I loved about her story is how, through therapy and hindsight, she is now the most excited she's ever been about her future. I was also thrilled to talk to her because our chat was a long time coming. As I've mentioned on this podcast before, the idea for Emotional Abuse is Real came from an article I wrote back in the summer of 2022. Even though I wrote and filed the piece, it's still yet to be published, and the outlet in question refuses to give me any updates. The last thing I wanted was for the stories of emotional abuse survivors to continue going unheard. So I decided to start this podcast so they could share their experiences in a way where their stories aren't whittled down to a handful of sentences. Anyway, Jessica reached out to me last summer to participate in the article, but by the time I heard from her, I already had enough participants but I wanted to make sure she had the opportunity to tell her story. So you can imagine my gratitude when she agreed to appear on this podcast. Jessica, thank you so much for opening up to me and for sharing your story. Also for privacy reasons, Jessica will be referred to by her first name. And on a technical note, I do wanna mention that I'm still learning the ins and outs of the podcasting process which is a polite way of saying that for some reason I came off sounding rather muffled in this interview. Thankfully, and more importantly, Jessica's audio is crystal clear, but I do apologize for this technical snafu in this particular episode. My goal, of course, is to get better at this as time goes on. So please, if you want to share your story on the podcast, this is your reminder to get in touch by emailing me at hello at sereneleads.com or by DMing me at Serene Leads Rights. I'll leave all of this info in the show notes as well because it's very easy to misspell my name. So without further ado, here's Jessica's story. Hi, Jessica. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and talking to me. Um, I would love to hear your emotional abuse story. Thank you so much um, for you know your invitation, and I'm very glad to be here. Um, I would have to say now, after um, going through counseling and therapy, that I realized that the reason why I ended up in those situations wasn't you know it was kind of had a lot to do with issues back then, and I ended up in you know relationships that kind of resembled what I went through growing up and, you know, been a lot of acceptance and work, but I made it and, um, yeah, you just don't realize, um, how you get there. You're just kind of one day, um, just, you, you just don't even know what happened. It's like a, uh, you know, I, I don't even know how to explain it, but, and, you know, everybody's like, why can't you just leave? And, you know, your family's mad at you and you just, you cannot. And 
um, it took for me having children to get out of that cycle and just I could not do that to them and um, I'm grateful for it though I learned a lot and I, I you know when I have my kids and so um, it's been a ugly pretty story um, it just gets a little bit you know it starts off with the little bit of anger and you know just you start little fights at first and then you get you know they're the gaslighting and all of that and you love them and um and so yeah i mean years for me and um him to split yeah so you so I, I just, um, so we're clear. So this, uh, you were emotionally abused by a romantic yeah. partner. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because one of the things that I talk about on this podcast is that it's not necessarily a romantic partner. Okay. My experience actually was with a boss. Okay. So I'm more clear everyone's story. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just, um, I, I, if you could, you know, maybe give me some examples of the gaslighting and, how how it's built up from because it's true you don't realize it when you're in the thick of it when it's happening yeah 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 okay okay so yeah I mean when it when it comes to that it's just uh, making you think that you're you know crazy and you know it's mm -hmm. it's not even that and it's emotional it's like you're traumatized after it really really is and I just, I mean, I guess some of the ways is, you know, n not coming home and then it's like, I believe you, but then I go run out for like five minutes and I'm getting accused of things, you know, it's kind of like emotional, like, I mean, I, I really trust, you know, you and it's, you know, not the same in, in return. And so kind of like it messes with your brain because people are like, you know, they're, well, you know what that means. That means that they're, you know, doing something. And it's like, you don't believe that because you're just that emotion. And um, I don't, I don't know. So, so you were, he, so he wasn't trusting you. So then you started to doubt yourself. Is, is that what started happening? Yeah, I mean, you're almost like you're scared to like leave and you're, you know, you're like, I'm making sure, you know, your, your, your location's on because you don't want to get in trouble. But then it's like they, you know, but you're just so in love. You don't think that they're doing anything and you believe anything. And I mean, I, I don't know. How, how long was this relationship? This relationship was, I would say, five years we split up for three years. He did everything in his power. He changed. He really, really did. Got me. As soon as he got me, it was like a whirlwind 360. So there goes another two years. So it's a, like a 10-year total of just the ugliness. Yeah. And so what happened? Was there any specific moment where you realized this isn't healthy for me and I need to do something about it, whether it's end the relationship, get therapy. Um, yeah. Um, well, you absolutely, you know that the whole time. It's like, you know, you just 
don't know how, you know. And um, for me, it just got, it got to the point where he wanted me to leave. So it kind of worked out because I'm like, I never left probably, you know, it, I wouldn't have. And so I'm grateful for that. And of course, then comes the emotional again. No, you know, and I, I just, I could not anymore. You know, he's like, you know, let's, you know, make it work. And um, I just, I couldn't, I was, I was upset and it was hard, but I was kind of glad that he did that, that he was ready. Cause you know, I probably wouldn't have been able to, because I was just blind. So you, uh, so it, it sounds like he, he kept pulling you back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because you kept, was it that you kept thinking that maybe this time it would be different? Um, like I said, it took a lot of counseling, but I kind of came to find out that this person was just a spitting image of my dad. You know, it was crazy. It works. It's like, I had to realize that it was just like, he resembled my dad. You know, it wasn't even more anything else. We were not compatible. It was just that, you know, um, going to counseling and, you know, seeing that, I had other issues that I weren't resolved and it kind of, so, you know, and that seeing it that way changed, changed everything. Okay. So you, um, you know, uh, about, uh, about your father. So did you find that your dad was treating you in a way where he didn't trust you? Is that, is that, you know, what 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 was it that what was it that you came to realize about how you had been treated and that and then you saw those similarities in your partner? It's kind of the being upset at you, but it's like because I love you, you know, or being mm. you know I had to, you know, beat you because you know I love you type thing, you know, and I had to I'm not sure if that makes sense. No, it does. Um was it something like tough love? Tough love, yeah, yeah. But okay. Different from my dad. Now looking back, you know, we've come a long way, and and it was different. It's just in your mind, your subconscious, I guess, just attracts you, and it wasn't until yeah. I mean, I didn't know why. I felt like everybody was like, "Why?" <laughs> like you know, and it's just I don't know. It was it was a deeper, deeper issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, because I've. I've <laughs> I've seen some people uh, who mirror what you're describing quite quite a bit. So what 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 you're describing to me, um, look, I I like to make it very clear. I am not a mental health professional, um, but I have been in therapy for many years, and I am an emotional abuse survivor. So um, I have started to be able to recognize. Um, these kinds of signals and so what you're saying does make a lot of sense it's uh i'm not in a i'm not in a position where i can say it's common but it doesn't sound rare either so um how long has it been since you've been out of that relationship it has been a year and a half and how are you feeling i am great Uh i i grateful I mean I'm nothing but good things have happened since so like what I mean like this okay. <laughs> this like there was a time where I I mean I was I couldn't even get out of bed you know when everything goes on and you know and so 
I mean, my, my job, um, my kids, you know, they're happy. And so, yeah. Um, can, um, can you tell me what, uh, what you do professionally? Um, I'm an administrative assistant uh-huh. okay. mm-hmm, for a, a, our company. And so, um, um, yeah, I mean, that's a, I, it, it's a really, really amazing job. Or have been able to get that and just like I said the things I'm working on kind of starting a little personal business um so you know I, I'm just in the beginning stages of that and and I just I mean yeah um yeah it's so did you feel that you could even contemplate anything like that while you were in this relationship never no okay not at all I would have I wouldn't not have been here yeah doing this yeah Yeah. and um what can you tell me about your kids i'm a mom too so i always like talking to fellow mom yeah and i mean they're my whole world and yeah they i just i mean i just love them so much i'm sure you understand but um they're great great girls and um, we're just we're happy we're we're very very happy and good and um and how old are they uh, one is a, 10 years old and the other is just turned two years old. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, and um, just, I mean, I'm, I'm asking these questions so I can get a better idea of you. And if you want me to edit this out, I will. So um, uh, is, is, uh, is this partner the girl's father? It is. It okay. Is. Okay. And were you guys married or were you just together? No. Just together. Okay. That's totally fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's totally cool. Um, so, I mean, what I'm looking to do with this podcast is to help people recognize the signs of emotional abuse. So if you can give me any other examples of things that your partner did to you that you now know are emotionally abusive, I think that would be just really helpful for the listeners. And you just like, cause like when you're, when it's happening, you don't know. I mean, that's something that we all know. Like when you're in the thick of it, you don't realize it. It's only after the fact that you come to those realizations. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I guess just the, I wouldn't know how to put it. Let me think. Um, give me a second. Sorry. Um, just like the. The not being able to feel like yourself, I mean, you're just anxiety, like you get anxiety when they, you know, they, they come around and you're not really happy and it's almost like you get nervous, like when it just doesn't feel natural and you should just, you know, want to feel like that and not be. Yeah. Ups. Yeah. Um, would you say you had like a sense of dread? I could say that it got to that. Yeah. It got to that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's no way to, to live with, with someone that's you're supposed to. Yeah. Different. It wasn't, maybe it was a little more heavy. I'm not sure, um, you know, what emotional status, you know, you were kind of looking for what, you know, more, not whether it was like romantic or like you said, with, with your boss, I didn't think about it like that. So. Right. Okay. Um, no, because that, um, 
if this is someone who you're spending your life with, that, that's no way to feel where you, you feel anxious or nervous about yourself. So um, what, what have you learned from this experience? Um, just put yourself first, make yourself, make sure you're happy first, no matter what you want to, you know, try to keep other, you know, who you're with happy. And it's just, they, if you're not happy, it doesn't even matter. I mean, that's just mine. Yeah. 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 You know, I feel like, especially women are always told like your happiness always comes second. And I don't think that that's true with, you know, whether you have kids or not, you, I'm of, I'm of the belief that you can't be a good parent to your kids if you yourself are not happy, if you're not doing okay. So um, I'm really glad that you said that, you know, because I want people to know, like, this does not, it does not mean you have to have kids, you know, or, or anything like that. But you, you do, um, one of my mottos is you have to do what's best for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So let's see what else. Um, what would you say are the signs of emotional abuse? Like what are some red flags that people should look out for? I mean, just the mind games. I mean, trying to make you feel wrong or not understanding, even if they don't want to understand, okay, then just let them be like, don't keep trying to explain something to them because they're just going to turn it around on you or, you know, mess with, try to mess with them. They're, some of them are masterminds and, you know, you don't. Yeah. Yeah. That is something that I've been learning a lot about emotional abusers. They know how to twist your words around and try to make you think that you're the bad person here. And I feel like sometimes they don't even know that they're doing that. It's like, that's mm -hmm. what, how they are. So you're going to tell them and they don't believe it because they're just, it, it just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I find that they're never going to believe that they were in the wrong. So it's in many ways, it's not worth trying to teach them you know, what they've been doing. Um, so on that note, um, because uh, he is um, the father of your kids, what, you know, what is your uh, situation right now? What, it, what is the setup? Does he see, does he see the kids? Um, okay. No, he, he does not. He, um, he can't even, come around. He's just so embarrassed. Like I can feel it. You know, he's just so just like, wow, like I'm a fool. Like he cannot bring himself. So my kids do see him at their family, his mom, okay. um, their grandmother's gatherings. She gets them quite often and he will occasionally, but he cannot bear to be around. And it's like, I, I show up, he has to leave because about himself of course of course yeah that's a you know a narcissist and you know he's and, and I feel like he he's thinks that I'm gonna be like oh he's not giving me attention you know so let me I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how he sees it in his mind you know and he can't but he's embarrassed he's he he did a lot and he and 
I mean, I ended up okay. So, you know, I love hearing stories like that because that really is the best way to move on from these kinds of relationships. Um, that I mean, because it's healthy for you, it's healthy for your kids. And um, the abuser just has to deal with it. And in many ways they can't, but it's not your problem anymore. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's time. Don't get me wrong. And it took a lot of pain Ooh. and a lot of tears and hurt, but I mean, here we are. Yeah. But, but you did it. And that's, what's important. Um, what is one thing that you want the public to know and understand about emotional abuse? Don't blame yourself. Um, don't, because there's always a deeper rooted issue, whether in them or yourself, which you don't realize. And just, I mean, it's not ever going to just be your fault. Ever, ever, no matter what. And you you know, it took therapy and counseling for me, but you end up seeing that, whoa, this was something way different than what I was actually experiencing. It wasn't any other things than what was going on at the moment. Um, I'm now asking this question uh, because um, it was the question that I was trying to ask in the article. Why do we need to talk about emotional abuse? Because our daughters are growing up and they are going to experience it and they are going to go through it. And there's probably no doubt about that, but how they react and how they handle it. And, you know, that's going to make the difference. And I mean, that's what kind of I had to start, you know, going really deep because I could not have my own children. Me knowing what's right and wrong, you know, you try to guide them, but at least they know that these issues are out there and how to spot a red flag. And uh -uh. so that kind of did it for me. Thank you once again for listening to Jessica's story on emotional abuse is real. And if you would like to share your emotional abuse story here on the podcast, please don't hesitate to reach out at hello at sereneleads.com or through Instagram at sereneleadswrites. That's S-A-R-E-N-E-L-E-E-D-S-W-R-I-T-E-S. Please note that this podcast should not be used as a substitute for professional mental health services. If you are a victim of emotional abuse and need help, please call or text the Suicide and Crisis Hotline at 988. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe or even write a review, and I'll see you next time.